This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. These days, it seems that talk of cannabis is everywhere. In the last week alone, I've received emails from subscriptions that I hold. One marketing makeup made with CBD wasn't cheap. And also one of the cooking uh, subscriptions that I, that I get uh, was giving me recipes on, on how to cook with cannabis, how to get uh, weed infused butter. Uh, but there's still a stigma, despite the fact that it seems to be everywhere. And many people in our Zoomer demographic are very interested in cannabis, whether for medical or recreational use. So I'm here with Derek Reedley. He's the publisher of Civilized, which is a leading media and lifestyle brand. And he is trying to define how we talk about modern cannabis culture, and he founded his company to reflect millions of people who choose to enjoy cannabis as part of a balanced lifestyle, but don't define themselves by it. In other words, we're not all stoners, right? That's it. We're not all wearing black t-shirts with green leaves on them, Libby. Okay. So uh, does the stigma still exist despite legalization? I mean, we're still hearing about lineups at the cannabis store and I'm getting all these emails, you know, telling me to put it on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. It, it, it does still exist. It is slowly changing. But if you look at cannabis culture, fully one third of folks who choose to enjoy cannabis uh, 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 won't disclose that they uh, they use it, not because of uh, health reasons, uh, uh, but more because of stigma. So it is a massive, massive issue. Uh, and, and, and cannabis is certainly something that de- that needs to be recontextualized here in Canada, especially where we, we, we tolerate alcohol. Okay. Well, I'd like to give the numbers out if you have some questions or comments on this. They are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Now, my take on what you want to be doing is something similar. Remember a few years ago, there was a craze with cigars and mm-hmm. suddenly they were made to seem very glamorous. I think they're disgusting, but <laughs> but you do you want to kind of put the same kind of appeal, the same kind of image? Well, really, it's 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 not about glamorizing; it's about recontextualizing and and having an honest conversation about cannabis. Civilized uh, came about uh, a couple of years ago because uh, I was out in a restaurant one Friday night with my wife. It was her birthday. She was having a glass of wine. Everybody in the restaurant was having beer, wine, and spirits. I'm a guy who in his, his 30s chose to uh, uh, enjoy cannabis a little bit more instead of alcohol on Friday nights. Didn't like the empty calories that, that, that alcohol brought. Certainly didn't like the hangovers that as I aged became, you know, more than just one morning things became too, uh, uh, you know, longer affairs. So I, I moved to cannabis. I stepped outside the restaurant that night uh, to uh, enjoy a little cannabis. Found myself behind the restaurant beside a dumpster with a, uh, with a vape pen going, this is really crazy. You know, uh, cannabis has never killed anybody. It's a very, very safe uh, uh, substance. But here, everybody inside was was ingesting low-dose poison, and I'm the one uh, hiding my uh, my behavior. Mm-hmm. And how far has legalization gone to change that? 
Well, uh, I think le- legalization has given Canadians the legal license to enjoy cannabis. You can you can buy it legally. You can you can you can hold it can- uh, uh, legally. But uh, for millions of Canadians, they are still either standing in the cannabis closet or in the ca- uh, the shadow of the uh, cannabis closet, and that's because of of years and years of uh, uh, of stigma. Some of that is some reasonably well-founded fears. Now, for instance, if, if you want to go to the United States and if the border agent starts asking you about that, that could be a problem. Oh, sure. Yeah, there, there are real issues working in the cannabis industry and being a, a, a cannabis consumer. That's, that's something that, 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 that is an artificial barrier to uh, cannabis. What I really like is having uh, honest conversations about cannabis. Uh-huh. And uh, so what are the kinds of things that you would like to do to promote that? Well, uh, what we do is create content that isn't really about cannabis. It's it, 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 it's about people who enjoy cannabis and the other things they enjoy in in their lives. So if you visit us at, at civilized.life, you'll see, you know, conversations uh, about baby boomers uh, enjoying cannabis, about people having dinner parties with cannabis, but also about technology, pop culture, all all all, all manner of things. So what what we're, what we're aiming to do is really just uh, uh, eliminate the stigma that comes with uh, with cannabis. Cannabis and and allow for it to be uh, an everyday choice for regular Canadians who are who are really struggling with, with with this. We do a deep dive into cannabis culture with PSB Research and uh, Burstyn Mar- Marceller every uh, year, and what they found is that Canadians, well, you know, are are, are comfortable with cannabis in, in some ways. For example, they would be comfortable with their uh, boss uh, disclosing that they use uh, at home uh, or, or on their own time, but wouldn't be uh, comfortable with something somebody uh, at work. There are all kinds of contradictions uh, within cannabis that uh, uh, Canadians are not yet, have not yet really fu- fully worked through. What is the term cannabis curious? Do I have the term right? Yeah. Can- what does it mean? Canna curious are, are just uh, those folks who, uh, who uh, are looking at cannabis perhaps as an alternative to alcohol, perhaps as uh, a medical, uh, as, as something to use in their medical uh, regime. And, um, uh, so it, it, it's those who, who aren't quite in the cannabis closet, but uh, what they are is they're, they're, they're leaning towards cannabis, but they need more information. Okay, let's take a call from Robin in Mono Township. Hi, Robin. Hi, good afternoon. Hi. Um, yeah, um, well, I'm, I'm actually, I'm calling about CBD. Yes. Yep. CBD, um, not from the marijuana, which gives you the um, THC high effect, but the CBD from the hemp. Yes. Now, people, I find that people are, they're really confused about all this CBD. They're, they're thinking they take the CBD oils or the CBD, whatever, in capsules from hemp, and they're going to get stoned. Mm. But you know, there. I think there needs to be a lot more education out there for people. I work for a company out of the USA, which is now licensed through a company in Canada. So we are able to ship into Canada, um, selling in like to Canadians. But they're like people are just very confused about you know the effect from THC and the effect from just CBD from hemp oil. So I just think there just needs more education for people. They just really, they're unsure and they're, they're skeptical. And so they should be. Uh, look, I, I couldn't agree more. CBD is, uh, has become, you know, trendy. 
Uh, nothing short of trendy. Uh, when you uh, when it's in when it's in my makeup, you know it's trendy, right? You you can't walk down uh, a, a street in any major uh, city in North America without having a sandwich board outside of a bar offering a CBD cocktail or something. CBD and pets is 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 the new thing. This is this is very on trend. But you're absolutely right. There is so much misinformation and disinformation about uh, uh, out there. Uh, CBD does not contain any of the psychoactive um, uh, properties, uh, I, uh, actually THC, that actually get you high. Um, but there are those that claim if you're using it for medical benefits, that if you use a ratio like uh, uh, 19 parts uh, CBD to one part THC, uh, it actually works better and you get more of the sp- full spectrum of the cannabis uh, plant and the, uh, the benefits of it. Um, uh, but look, your thesis is right. There is so much misinformation, disinformation. Uh, I, I always urge uh, uh, anybody who's interested in, uh, in, in CBD to consult a, 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 a their doctor or if they're looking at, at using it for pets to certainly check with their vets. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. Okay, Robin, thanks yeah, for your call. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and I think that's that's been going on for a while, where people are using it for their pets. They're using it for their pets, and it's all it's almost become the, uh, a bit of a miracle drug uh, for, especially for aging pets, people who, with 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 dogs, for for example, who are getting a little uh, a little old, little having a little trouble moving around. Uh, CBD tends to give them a little uh, boost. It, it it tends to be a more short term thing. That the, the the benefits are visible more uh, short term than they are uh, long-term. Uh, and the, the jury's still out. We need a lot more research on this. Well, actually, Canada is going to become the world leader in cannabis research. We need proper clinical trials for a lot of this stuff. You know, a lot of people have really high hopes for CBD, for pain, yes. to help them get off opioids, which are addictive and can kill you, yep. uh, and use CBD instead. But it's not entirely clear what does it work for? Who does it work for? You know, might work for my friend down the street and not for me. Yes. And you have to fiddle around with the dosages, as you said, how much CBD, how much THC. It, it's all kind of a work in progress. We have we have thousands of years of field trials and anecdotal mm-hmm. uh, evidence. It is absolutely beyond the time when we need clinical research into CBD and to cannabis as a whole. And as I said, Canada is going to to be the world yeah. leader in that. What, what other kinds of info can we expect to find in Civilized? Well, look, uh, Civilized uh, really, is, it's it's not so much um, a what we say in uh, in Civilized is uh, as it is more ab- uh, about how we how we say it. We try to, to bring an adult tone to the to the cannabis conversation. It is our contention that uh, for decades and decades, cannabis uh, cannabis culture has been sequestered to stoner culture. That's all anybody thought it it was because those in in stoner our culture felt a little bit more safe to self-identify as cannabis consumers. Meanwhile, it's a great big tent and the doctors, the lawyers, the entrepreneurs, the media professionals, the politicians who enjoy cannabis have been in that cannabis closet. We haven't been discussing that. I, so, I, I don't know that we'll see many politicians coming out of the cannabis closet. Well, it, it's it's funny. It, we polled North Americans this year and uh, uh, three in five say they would be comfortable voting for a political candidate that uh, disclosed that they uh, that they used cannabis, so times are changing. Wow, that surprises me. Yeah, 
that surprises me. And again, you know, when it comes to the older demographic, our demographic, baby boomers, you know, we grew up with it. So why is there that has, is it because we associated with the, uh, you know, the, the stoners in high school? Uh, but the stoners in high school, yeah. And, and, and look, that was – I'm never an advocate of young people uh, enjoying cannabis. I, I, I believe and, you know, I'm a, I'm a father of teenagers. I have a zero-tolerance policy with them until they're the age of uh, uh, majority and uh, because it can have such uh, dire impacts on uh, young people. Uh, but look, the baby boomers were behind the, the, the growth of cannabis in, in the 60s and then the sex, drugs and rock and roll of the 70s. And then we moved into the 80s and the conservatives got a hold of things. And, you know, it was I, I, I was a teenager in the 80s. So uh, sex, drugs and rock and roll. All of a sudden it was the decade of HIV and AIDS. And just say, no, we had some good music, but that was about it. In that in <laughs> that, that was no, you're trying to catch up now. So this. Re- yeah, right. We're trying to catch up now. Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to do my part. Uh, but uh, uh, this to me is almost uh, uh, an unfulfilled promise of the baby boomer generation that it's nice to see come to pass. Derek, we are out of time. What would you like to leave us with? Uh, look, please join us uh, uh, in the conversation at Civilized.life. We have uh, wonderful information, uh, great YouTube videos, and we are uh, literally uh, trying to connect with those who enjoy cannabis as a healthy part of a balanced lifestyle all over North America. Okay, Derek Reedley, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.